What's good, everybody? Dr. Parker here, and I have another solo episode coming your way. Today, we're going to talk about posture and why you probably don't need to worry about it too much. Oh, the concept of posture. I'm sure most of you guys have a good idea of what good posture looks like. And a lot of you probably sat up in your chair a little bit as soon as I said the word posture. This is probably because I bet most of you have been told that your posture sucks or that you need to work on your posture or some junk like that. First of all, that's a bummer that you've been told that because I don't like when people are told they're broken or dysfunctional. But it's also a bummer that you've been made to think that there's such thing as an ideal or perfect posture. Perfect posture simply doesn't exist. And today we're going to talk a little bit about that. First, what's the definition of posture? In short, posture means positions where you're holding your body for a period of time. Whether you're holding a position for two hours or two seconds, that position is considered your posture. There are two types of posture. Static posture, which is when you're maintaining a desired position for a little bit of time. The other is dynamic posture, which is how you control your body as you do a movement or an activity. This type of posture is the more short-lived posture because your body's moving around and going through different postures as you move from one position to the next. Essentially, if you broke down the movement into a bunch of frames and looked at your posture, you'd be looking at dynamic posture. Now, most frequently, people talk about posture in terms of static posture and maintaining this so-called ideal position. I mean, you've probably heard before in regard to your seated posture at your desk or maybe when standing in place. But here's the problem. Posture's never static. You're almost never in one position for longer than, what, a few seconds? So when somebody assesses your posture, they're getting an inaccurate picture of how you're holding your body because it's only one brief second of your life. Ten minutes later, you might be in a totally different posture. The other thing is humans are designed to move constantly. Your muscles are always making small adjustments to your joint position, your body position, etc. So there's virtually unlimited amounts of postures you can adopt. So with that said, there isn't really a correct way to be still. Your bodies aren't designed to be still for an extended period of time. To say that there's an ideal posture, it's ridiculous. It disregards the fact that your body's anatomy is different from your neighbor's. It also disregards the fact that you're meant to be a mobile person who utilizes their infinite array of posture possibilities. So telling you to adopt one posture and stay there is exactly the opposite message that you need to hear. Instead, there needs to be context given as to when a posture is good or bad. Because I don't think there is such thing as a good or bad posture, but I do believe there's good posture when it's more efficient and effective for a specific activity. For example, in some countries, people carry water on their heads to get it back to their home. Now, the person that's carrying the water on their head could do that in a bunch of different ways. I mean, technically, they could have their back hunched really far forward and their neck craned like they're looking up at the sky and they could actually carry a bucket of water on their head like that. I mean, obviously, that doesn't sound very comfortable for us and they probably wouldn't do that either because they know that there's an easier way to carry water on their head. And usually that's with your head nice and tall, straight, with a nice, strong, straight spine. That is the more efficient and effective way of doing the thing, doing that activity. So there is a good posture for that activity. It would be better to have a straight spine rather than a hunched forward spine and a craned neck. But technically, both get the job done. Both are good postures in terms of getting the job done. One is just more efficient than the other one. 
So for every conversation about posture, there needs to be context around that conversation about the activity that you're trying to do. And on a related note, there needs to be context around whether that activity imparts load onto your body. So more load or more weight puts more strain on your muscles and joints, of course. And because of that, you'll likely have fewer posture options as you continue to add load. In other words, you need to gravitate more towards efficient and effective postures, or aka good postures, if that activity has more load involved with it. When an activity doesn't have as much load, you have a greater, a bigger spectrum of positions that will be effective at completing the task. The second piece of context that needs to go with any conversation about posture is how long will that activity last? How long will you be in that posture? Now, one common activity that we tend to adopt a position for a long period of time is during the activity of sitting. In fact, there's a whole field dedicated to keeping you comfortable in the same position for a long period of time, the ergonomic field. Now, of course, there's some value to this field that helps people to work efficiently, but some of the products in this industry, like ergonomic chairs, lets you sit in the same spot for an entire workday. Basically, this means that you don't get the signals from your body that should move you into a different position. Those signals are usually called discomfort, and that feeling is a pretty useful cue to get you to move more or to switch up your posture a bit. So in that way, I'm really not a big fan of ergonomic chairs at all. I'm actually a fan of non-ergonomic products and chairs because I kind of want you to be uncomfortable. I want you to be able to feel when the discomfort moves you and motivates you to change positions. If it were up to me, I would have an office that's entirely made of wooden chairs, wooden stools, and desks that change from a walking treadmill desk to standing to kneeling to on the floor sitting type of desk work. That would be a versatile office. You're constantly moving throughout the day. Well, I should say hopefully you're constantly moving because some people like the standing desk craze stand for the entire day, which is also just as bad. It doesn't mean standing should happen all the time, any posture that you sustain for a long period of time is probably not going to be that good for you. We're supposed to move, remember, so standing in one posture is just as bad as sitting in one posture. Sitting in one posture is just as bad as kneeling, as much as sitting on the ground. What's more important than good posture is alternating between many postures throughout the day. So, when does good posture matter? Well, of course, when it hurts, it matters. I mean, if you're in a certain position for a while and it starts to hurt, you probably want to change something with your posture. I mean, this is pretty obvious, of course. No one's going to stay in that painful position if they can do something about it. However, guess what? That's exactly what people do when they're told they need to have an ideal posture. They stay in that ideal posture until it goes beyond hurting. And it's like, that's silly. I hate that we've made that such a big deal in this industry because you should never have to stay in that position if you can move around it and find a unique position that's actually healthy for you. Just because it's not an ideal stick straight posture doesn't mean it's not good for you. It actually is very useful to go through different movements and like I said, access all of your options of movement. So when it hurts, of course, posture is a factor in pain. If your posture is sustained for too long and it starts to hurt, your posture is clearly a factor in your pain. But as we talked about before, 
posture also matters when you start adding more load to the area. So this doesn't mean that non-optimal posture is a death sentence or a damage sentence, but some postures are more efficient than others. Using an inefficient posture frequently and repeating it over and over again could lead to muscular compensations that additively create a problem over time. So again, posture matters when it hurts and posture matters when you're adding more load. Here are some things that we can use to self-assess ourselves to see if posture matters to us. In the case of neck pain and back pain, you can use compression while sitting to see if your posture while sitting is affecting your back pain or your neck pain, etc. Okay, so sit in your chair, sit whichever way you want right now, put your hands on the bottom of the chair and pull towards the floor, pulling on the bottom of the chair and compressing your back. So do that a couple times, see if that affects any pain in your body. Then take your neck and flex it all the way forward so that your chin's touching your chest. Then do the same thing, pull on the bottom of the chair, see if that causes or relieves or feels different in your body. Now do the same thing with your upper back, like round your shoulders forward, hunch in your chair a little bit, do that slouching position that we normally call bad posture. So stay in that position and now pull on the bottom of your chair again and compress your spine. Does that affect anything? Anything different? Any feelings of pain, discomfort, etc.? Okay, now do it with your neck extended. Look at the ceiling. Then extend your mid-back. Do it like that. Just try all these different positions and see how your posture is affected by this action of compression. If you had some pain while you were doing any of these positions, then your posture is probably affected by sitting in this compressed position. Now the next thing we'll talk about is another way of assessing your posture and how it affects your body. And that's just through mindful intention, mindful awareness of muscle tightness or body organization. While you're seated right now, try different postures of head position, neck position, mid-back position, and just think about and kind of maybe even feel with your hands, your back muscles, to see if those relax, if they tighten up, etc. Now, sometimes these are going to be different from day to day or from hour to hour. Sometimes our back is going to feel relaxed and relieved when we bend forward in our chair. Sometimes it's going to feel tight when we bend forward in our chair. So find this position where it feels like your muscles are not as tight, not firing as much. Feel that position where they feel relaxed. So I want you to think more about the feeling of tension in your muscles, the feeling of organization of your body, the feeling of strength or power or just straight up goodness of that position. Not necessarily comfort, but like this feels good, this feels strong, it feels connected and together. So those are the two things you can do to kind of self-assess your body to see if posture is affecting your pain or if it's affecting your function. Okay, let's summarize what we learned today. Posture is just one way to describe the position of your body for a brief period of time. You should only be holding your posture for a brief period of time because your body is designed to move. It's designed to change positions constantly. Good and bad posture doesn't really exist unless you add context. Staying in the same position for a long time is almost always bad, no matter what position it is. And when you add load or weight to your activities, more efficient postures start to matter a lot more. So the goodness of a posture becomes more of a reality when there's more load involved. 
the most important thing to know about posture is that you should strive to have more movement options in your toolbox. That way you can adapt and adopt many different postures for a variety of different activities. If you have a bigger spectrum of postural options, that allows you to be more versatile in the face of pain, in the face of discomfort and dysfunction. When you have a variety of movement options, you can play around with different ways to get out of pain, to get out of discomfort, etc. So move more and use your movement toolbox as much as you can. Now finally, use feel to your advantage. Be really mindful of your body so you can get a sense of what it feels like when posture is right. It feels relaxed, it feels organized, it feels efficient and useful. In short, I hope that this podcast helps relieve you of some of your concerns with posture, with some of your worry about your posture hurting you, and I hope it encourages and empowers you to move more throughout the day instead of worrying so much about sitting upright or standing upright or adopting this, quote, ideal posture that doesn't really exist, okay? One quick announcement before we go. The Lifelong Youth audiobook is now available. I made that announcement a couple weeks ago that it was going to be available soon, and it is now available. So if you'd like to purchase it, it's on any of the major audiobook providers like Audible, Google Play, and Apple Books, and it's only 7 bucks. So the links are in the description, or if you want to look up Lifelong Youth on the audiobook platform of your choice, go ahead and find it there, and hope you enjoy it, okay? See you all next time. Thanks for listening to Health in the Hole. If you liked it, please subscribe so you can hear more episodes. And remember, this podcast is not medical advice. Consult your health provider before doing anything drastic.